Here we go again, my friends. I have returned. Welcome back to Rain on My Parade. Listen, the past couple of weeks, your girl was sick. That's what happened. My little one got the flu and then I got the flu, which, you know, if you're a parent, you know, if your kid gets sick, your ass is about to get sick too. And I'll tell you, it took us down. I haven't been that sick in a very long time. So I feel a lot better now. I'm glad to be back here. And also last week, I was preparing for a family court hearing. However, I am pretty sure it has been removed from my calendar. And you know what? That right there is the power of manifesting. So I will chat about that probably in another episode because I want to share my vibes on the whole family court scene. But anyway, thanks for being here today. Let's dive in. So for today's chat, I want to chat about regrets and my thoughts on them. This is not going to be a deep one, okay? Because you know what? I want to make light of regrets and just my thoughts on them and what I feel like we should be doing with them and what we should be doing with them is getting rid of them. Anyway, to regret something is to feel sad or disappointed over something that has happened or been done, especially a loss or a missed opportunity. It's really, you know, you feeling sorry or unhappy about something that you did or you were unable to do. In my brain, regrets are our woulda, coulda, shouldas. But also in my brain, our regrets are some of the biggest life lessons that you're going to get in your lifetime. So my take on life is that everything happens for a reason. And I feel like everybody should adopt this because I feel like it's such a nice, calm way to view life. Is it annoying if somebody says this to you while you're going through something? Very much so. Very much so. However, I do think it's a nice way to just view life because you could be going through some shit and you could be like, oh God, I don't know the reason, but I know it's happening for a reason, okay? And it seems to just calm me down at least. Now, in my brain, I feel like life happens at random. However, I do think that some of the choices and the movements and the direction our life takes moves in a way that aligns ever so perfectly for you in your own life. And so it kind of reminds me of the two ways to view life in general, where some people think that life is predestined and other people think that it's more random. So there's some people that think that the choices that we make are predetermined by factors like genetics environment, past experiences, while other people think that life has to do more with free will. Stephanie thinks that it has to do with both. It's got to be both, people. Anyway, what started me on wanting to chat about regrets is actually a conversation I was having with my best friend, Ricky. Ricky and I have been best friends since high school. Yes, both of us thought at one point in our lives that we were going to be singers. And we both went to the performing arts high school in Las Vegas. And we met in choir class. She was an alto. I was a soprano. Freshman year. We've been best friends ever since. Now, like most best friends, we don't live close to one another. But we chat every single day. I talk to her religiously every single morning, like clockwork at this point. And we talk about life, but we also talk a lot about hypothetical shit. And you know what? Find you a friend that you can do this with, where you can call this person and say, I'm going to tell you this right now. There's not a chance that any of this can ever happen, but I still want to talk to you about it. And that friend has to be able to receive it with such enthusiasm that they say, yes, I'm ready for it. Let's dive in. 
find you a friend that you could do this with. Anyway, her and I were having a hypothetical conversation. And I asked her, if you were given an opportunity to go back in time and change one regret of yours, knowing that choosing a different course could ultimately change the entire trajectory of your life, would you go back to that moment and change that thing? Now, at the beginning of the conversation, she was adamant. She was like, yes, hands down, I would go back and redo a lot of things. Whereas I very confidently was like, absolutely not. There's not one thing I would go back in time for to risk changing what my life looks like now. Now, the longer her and I talked for, she slowly changed her mind on whether or not she was going to do that, whether or not she wanted to do that. But it got me thinking, I wonder how many humans out there have a regret so strong that they would take that do-over. Like, what are their regrets? Are they big? Are they small? Do they think about them often? Like, what are they doing with their regrets? Because our regrets, again, they're just probably big life lessons. So why really regret them if they're just lessons in the first place? And like I said before, there's not one thing that I regret that much that I would go back in time for. But for the sake of the episode, I was like, well, choose one thing out of your entire life that you could possibly go back for in a hypothetical conversation. And so what I came up with was I never studied abroad during college. Yeah, it's so small. I told you I was dating my then boyfriend and I just couldn't imagine going abroad for a semester. It was my junior year of college and I remember all my friends were going and I was like, no, like we're in our honeymoon phase. This is great. I'm going to stay. I couldn't imagine leaving him for a couple months. And so I stayed. That's what I did. All my friends went. And I mean, everyone that I know that went to college studied abroad. My friends, both of my sisters studied abroad. And you know what? They still talk about it today. I don't know one person that didn't enjoy their study abroad experience. And so if I really thought about it, I was like, oh, that, you know, I stayed back to hang out with a boyfriend at the time and everybody else studied abroad. But you know what? It's such a small thing, you know? I will say this, though. If I'm ever given an opportunity to travel again, see you later. See ya later, buddy, okay? Now, trust me, I completely understand that some people's regrets are probably much more serious, much more triggering, a lot deeper, a lot sadder than the one that I just provided you. You know, maybe you didn't say goodbye to somebody. Maybe you took for granted something that's no longer yours. I get it. Some regrets are probably a lot harder to live with than mine. But I still want to know, like, what are you doing with the regret itself? Like, how is it affecting your life right now? Is it weighing you down? Is it taking away from your present life? Are you learning from it? And why aren't we working on processing it out and letting it go? This is going to be a harsh truth alert. Life is about perspective. How do you view the life that you live? Do you look at it positively or do you look at it negatively? The biggest question is... Do you look at life as it's happening to you or for you? That question right there can alter the way that you view your life. You're not a victim in your life. You might be a victim in some storylines, but you're not the victim of your entire life. You're the main character. You're the producer of your life. You're the only one that has the ability to shift the way that you see your life and the way that you move throughout your life. Because really, everything that you go through is meant for us in some way. It's meant for you in some way. Each experience we go through is supposed to teach us a lesson. And therefore, 
why really regret anything if it's ultimately just supposed to be a lesson? Now I'm gonna say this, I'm very much aware that when someone looks at my life and they hear that I'm divorced and I'm a single mom, they might think to themselves, well, Steph, is that not one of your biggest regrets right there? I mean, you don't regret marrying the wrong person. You don't regret filing for divorce. You don't regret raising your child in two households. You don't regret being known as a single mom. Let me say this as clear as day. Uh, absolutely not. I am happily divorced. I've been divorced for almost six years now. And I am way better off because of it. The choices I made in marrying and divorcing that human is ultimately the thing that brought me not only my daughter, but it also taught me more about myself than any other situation I've experienced thus far in my 36 years of life. I remember going through my divorce back in 2018 and I would always ask myself, what lesson are you learning right now? I tried to be very, very present through this experience, but I remember asking myself, you know, what's the point? What was the point of getting married? What was the point of getting divorced? What's the point of all these family court hearings? What's the point of having to share time with your kid? Like, what are you supposed to be learning right now? And I remember I would pray a lot and I would ask the universe, God, my spirit guides, whoever I was chatting with that day. And I would ask them for answers. And I just felt like I was getting more blows coming my way. And I remember hearing this quote about when you feel alone, when shit is just happening around you. And it was, the teacher is always quiet during the test. And I heard that quote and I was like, shit. You were given the lesson, Steph. Now you're in the test. Like, you better get it together. All right, quiet up, head down, and get through this. Now, the timing of my divorce was interesting and quite funny to me now, looking back, I had ignored multiple red flags. And I talked about red flags in my last episode. I didn't really dive into any of my red flags. I can, I can do, you know, version two. But what I will say is along the course of that relationship, I bypassed red flags. And so it makes me laugh now, just seeing how things unraveled the way that they did and what they look like now, what life looks like now. And so my brain is very black or white when it comes to tasks or situations. So like if you give me a list of tasks, I'm going to do those tasks. I'm not going to think much about them. I'm just going to get the tasks over with. So when it comes to experiences and going through certain situations, I tend to sometimes just rush through it and I don't really learn what I'm supposed to be learning. So picture it, okay, it's story time. I remember being in the early stages of labor. January, 2018, I'm in the hospital room getting ready to push my baby out. And I remember my ex at the time, he was also in the room, he had his phone on the table and he had left to go somewhere to go get the nurse or something. And I remember seeing his phone on the table and it kept vibrating, it kept going off and it was annoying me because I was on that bouncy ball trying to, you know, get my baby out. And I looked at the phone at one point and I saw this name keep popping up. Now, I didn't know the name, but it was a female's name. And I remember in that moment, I just knew. Now I knew something was off also because it was paired with all the other red flags that I just mentioned, but 
at that moment, I knew something was off. And it was funny because I remember in that specific moment, I also knew that the relationship was going to be over after my baby came, like for sure. But I remember telling myself, don't open the phone right now. You have to deliver your baby. Like you have to stay focused. Get back to the moment, right? And I told myself out loud, I remember saying it out loud, because again, I talked to myself out loud. I will get back to this issue in a couple of days. I just need a couple of days. I'm not kidding you. No joke. Two days later, we took our baby home and he had fallen asleep on the couch mid-text to the same contact I had seen earlier in the delivery room. And I was able to, at that point, right, I could see the messages without having to actually open the phone myself. And I remember just calmly waking him up. And I remember just saying, whatever this is, you're going to have to leave now. And it's funny because when the universe wants to teach you a lesson, like she's so sick of you missing the signs that she has sent you many a times before, she's going to shove the lesson down your throat in the most painful way so that she ensures that you learn it. I'm going to also throw this in there, okay? Because I feel like it needs to be thrown. This is a PSA for anyone out there right now who's chatting with a man or just a, just a human being who is still married, who is helping the significant other deliver their firstborn child. And for whatever reason, you think that that's an attractive quality. I don't care what this person tells you. I want you to raise your standards. Raise them now. We're going to chat about that in another episode. Now, six weeks later, your girl filed for divorce. I finally did it. And I was like, okay, I did it. And I'm going to tell you this. I never regretted that decision. I appreciated that lesson, that experience, because I was pregnant and becoming a new mom, right? I was way more emotional and sensitive than normal because normal stuff is not sensitive at all. A little bit more now that I'm a mom, but before that, no, no. And because I had all these hormones in my body, I really had to feel that experience. I felt every little bit of that experience. I couldn't just push it to the side. You know, normally I would have handled that divorce with no emotion at all, just like a regular task. Okay, well, we're done here, moving on to the next, because that's how my brain works, really. But because I was postpartum, it really forced me to feel. I had to feel that entire experience and therefore the lesson of it will never be forgotten. And I'm gonna tell you this, in all this shit, I just learned so much in such a little bit amount of time. But I learned a lot. I learned what I was willing to settle for. I learned to see the treatment I was enduring. I learned the mental load that I was taking on. I learned that I was ignoring my natural gut instinct. I was ignoring what I really wanted for my life for somebody else. I learned that I was so afraid to start again so, so afraid to start again, that I was actually willing to settle for mistreatment and a mediocre relationship. And those lessons would not have been learned if not but for that divorce. That relationship, that divorce led me to the one relationship that I learned the absolute most from. And that is the relationship that I have built with myself. 
I've spent the past few years really enjoying me, learning about myself again, learning to trust my instincts and to only do things that make me happy. And I've enjoyed getting to see myself grow as a mom, but also as an individual. And I'm a different version of myself. I finally understand what it means to really find me. And I wouldn't have experienced that had it not been for that relationship. And I show up as a much better version of me for my daughter and for myself. I'm just so much more happier now than I would be if I was still in that relationship. And for that, I would never regret that decision and that choice or that relationship. Because really, it's all a lesson. Remember, the lesson here was don't regret your choices. Because it's the choices that you make that land you where you are today. I don't regret that marriage because that marriage... That relationship itself is what brought me my daughter. And my daughter is who she is because of who I had her with. Now, if I had her with somebody else, she wouldn't look the way that she does. I will say my genes are strong though. Yeah, my kid looks exactly like me. Let's be for real. But she would be different. Her personality would be different. She would just be a different version of herself. So there's no regrets there. I'm going to say this, it's probably one of the best decisions I've made so far because it brought me her. And so at first, when I thought about regrets, I was like, let's just eliminate the word from our vocabulary because it's just what ifs, you know, what if this or that, and we would never know the outcome of the decisions that we didn't make. There are woulda, coulda, shouldas, who cares? But then I came to realize that regret is real. And instead of eliminating of it, we should just learn from it. Learn how to process it quickly and then let it go. Really let it go. Release it from your life. Because you got to give yourself some grace and forgiveness for whatever still weighs on you. If you have regrets out there, do this for yourself. And then from there, shift on how to be proactive when it comes to your regrets. You know, think about what your regret is. How can you learn from it? What can you change now? And can you help others from what you've learned? And how can you be a better version of you today because of them? Our regret should help us to make better decisions in the future. It should help us perform better in life and to be more mindful moving forward. Ultimately, I think through regret, we can learn to let it go and let it flow. Every choice and decision that we make is in some way meant for us for this lifetime. So trust the process and the timing of your life because it all works out for a reason. Rain on.